0: So you can be the leader in your life and your business. One who stands out and thrives. This is the place where women just like you create wealth from the inside. I'm so excited because today I'm going to be sharing with you a special guest who turned her passion for health and wellness into helping others turn their passion for health and wellness into a business, a true serial entrepreneur and inspiring marketing and online business coach. But before we dive in. If you know that you're ready to start your online coaching business to turn your gifts, your passions, and your skills into an online offer, go to Amber Hagberg right now on Instagram and send me the word coach. And I will send you a free two-part video series, step-by-step, how to create, an online offer, teaching from your passions, from your skills, and your own unique life experience. All right, let's get to the show. All right, we are live and I'm so excited as always coming here on Mondays to share. And this time I have a very special guest. Her name is Michelle Leota. And what I love so much about how her and I met is that she too once was a health coach that transpired into helping health coaches. And so for me, it was like, I was once a yoga teacher grown to be a yoga coach, and now helping yoga teachers to grow their business. That is slowly for me evolving into helping other aspiring coaches. And she's here to share with you how you can take your life experiences, your gifts, your magic to help other people even further. Thanks for being here, Michelle. Oh, thank you for having me tell us a little bit more about your journey with health coaching and how that naturally evolved for you.
1: Yeah, it's so interesting because nobody, you know, is 18 years old, looks at the college brochure, picks the major of health coach or yoga teacher. So I think our career paths tend to be much more organic and less predictable at times, but there's, there's so much beauty in that, and we end up we can't end up in a place where it's like I never could have done this on purpose. you know um, and that was certainly the case for me because I was working in big advertising, you know, very corporate life, living in the city, wearing my high heels, dealing with all kinds of my own health issues, and it was my own health breakdown that brought me to the doctor, brought me to therapy, actually landed me in yoga. And so for me too, yoga was the first because I never felt as good as I did as, you know, after those first yoga classes. And I was like, whoa, there's some magic going on here for sure. So yoga has been a love of mine for a very, very long time. Um, I actually trained as a teacher many years ago, I was teaching yoga, but it was through yoga that I started hearing about food. Right. Just different ideas. Vegetarianism you know, at the time, my beloved teacher, David, was doing a raw vegan diet. So he had all of us trying these raw vegan recipes. And um, anyway, I just naturally started talking to people about food, got connected with people who said you would really love the Institute for Integrative Nutrition. And I'm like, what's that? Also, you're crazy. Like if I'm going back to school, I'm going to get my master's degree, I'm going to become a real, you know, whatever, nutritionist, RD, doctor, you know, I had all these ideas. But ultimately, those paths did not appeal to me because of the, not just the money and the time required to get degrees and certifications at that level. But what they're being taught in school is not what I wanted to share. So after about a year, I came back around to the Institute for Integrative Nutrition. And I was like, yes, it is this holistic approach to health that has changed my life, that I can't stop myself from telling everybody about already. Like, all well, my friends are like, please, Michelle, shut up. We, we don't want to hear about flaxseed today. But I wanted to talk about it all the time, like an evangelist. So that's how I ended up enrolling. And I just thought, let's just see where this takes me because I was still working in advertising. You know, good salary, window office, nothing to complain about except the hours and the toxicity of the culture. So, um I never knew that I would leave advertising. I just knew I wanted to explore something that was of great interest to me. And by doing that, everything just started to fall into place. In 2009, I got laid off because of big layoffs in the industry, and I said, "Oh, I guess I'm a health coach now. (laughs) And I just dove in, right? Like I just had to like get into it the very next day because I only had a very short severance package. So that was my foray into health coaching. But I think because of that background in advertising, marketing, um, you know, but at this point I've had like over 20 years in online marketing experience. And it started way back then working on like Ocean Spray and McDonald's and Royal Caribbean and Volkswagen, all the accounts at the agency. And then I started applying it to what I was doing in my business as a health coach, which was a little different, a little different, but a lot of the principles were the same. And I found that health coaches were just drawn to me asking, how did you do that? How did you sell that detox program? How did you, you know, back then it was blogging and Twitter and the stuff was all the rage. How did you do that, Michelle? And I started um, helping other health coaches pretty much straight away. So it's just continued evolving from there.
0: Yeah, I love, I love you sharing your story because it's like, this wasn't your plan, but it's almost like, you know, your soul, your calling is just slowly one step in front of the other. This happened, then this happened. And I love this, the point that you brought to like yoga being the gateway into this space, because I find that often in my, in my life and in my client's lives, it's like yoga was the thing that brought me to the thing. So it's like, when you find yoga, it's like, you find you, you find what you're meant to do. And sometimes that's continuously teaching yoga and continuing to teach yoga or something else happens and you begin to grow and evolve because of who you are and who you're becoming. And it's not something that we can plan, but rather this ability that we just have to trust like the next step or when we get laid off, as you mentioned, it's like that could have been of like something where you just fall apart and you think this is the end or it's like, okay, so what else can I do? And all that you learned in advertising and marketing was preparing you for what it is that you're doing today and you get to use that. And yeah, like you mentioned, it's not the same and it is different, but maybe you could speak to how like, what you've gone through has prepared you for what you're doing today. Like, you know, you did do advertising, you did do marketing. And now that it's in the online world and it's your business, it's a different niche. It's a different market. Same, same, but different. How does one like use because I hear a lot in my life. I just need to burn it down. I need to start all over. And I didn't hear that in your story at all. There was no burning it down. It was just like this evolution of you and your journey. And so maybe you can speak to how you did that and took your gifts that you gathered the skills that you achieved in those moments of your life and continue to use them today and shapeshift them for where you're at now.
1: I like how you just described my story back to me. That feels great because, you know, there were moments that it felt like, oh my gosh, we're burning it down because it was different. You know, when I woke up the next day after, you know, losing my job in advertising and I was no longer someone who worked in advertising, I was like, who am I? and there's a big big like personality transition moment like ah oh, i don't know what's going on in my life but you're right it has in retrospect it's easier to see how everything built on even even this even going back to when i was working in advertising even before that i mean i've always had a strong interest in food i'm italian you know, I'm full-blooded Italian, we cook, we eat, you know, I love food. I have always been in the kitchen with my mom, my grandma, you know, so I really come from a culture of like appreciating food. Now, what was that food? It, it was a little bit different when I was growing up to like how my own diet and, you know, my health evolved, but still I'm comfortable in the kitchen. So that too, just part of who I am that made health coaching such a perfect Bit. And I, I laugh because I remember I was very young, maybe like 22. My first job out of college, and I was um, I was putting together gifts for my family for Christmas. And I actually took all my grandmother's old recipes that were handwritten on those old cards, you know, in the recipe box. And I turned it into a, a cookbook. I typeset everything and had it printed out on the nice printer at work. And I bound it into, you know, made a cover and I gave it to everybody as a gift. This was long before I got into health coaching, but I always loved food so much. Now here, you know, cut two years later, I'm making recipe books for clients and for detox programs, meal planning workshops. So it is things that you don't even realize are going to come together for you can if you're open to it. Now, in terms of marketing, what I was doing in the agencies, of course, was big budget stuff. Lots of people on a team, lots of moving parts, lots and lots of millions of dollars. So when I started working for myself, I was like, oh, well, I need, you know, a website and I need an email campaign and I need all these things that like our clients had. But of course, I I had a budget of approximately zero dollars. So it became like, what can I do that as closely resembles that as I can on no budget? Can I make my own website using some of the principles that I know make for a good site? Can I use email marketing? You know, again, using the principles, but without requiring, you know, 20 different people, a copywriter, a designer, a programmer, a project manager, what can I get done with what I have? So I sort of had this blueprint. It's like when you look at a recipe and the recipe is gorgeous but it calls for all kinds of ingredients that you don't even know where you're going to get them. And you just start substituting. You're like, well, I don't know where I'd get cashew butter, so I'm just going to use peanut butter and (laughs) and things like that. It was kind of like that. I took the recipe that I had learned and simplified it so I could make it work for me as an individual. And uh, I'm happy to say, like, I was always profitable in my health coaching business because there's no overhead. You don't have to pay for inventory, you know, I was just working out of my, my home. And so when I made $1, I could keep that $1. I didn't have the overhead. I wasn't hiring out for a lot of things. I just said, okay, I'm smart. I can figure it out. What can I get done and follow this, this recipe as closely as possible?
0: Yeah. I love the, the, the ability to be able to adapt, especially like talking about the overhead, like what are your costs? What are your expenses? It's like, well, there's not really a lot, but yeah, I can see from your experience coming from being really highly funded to you doing it all. You actually got to see like the reverse engineer of doing all the hat, like having, you know, your hands in all the baskets doing all the things, wearing many hats. You have seen that not have to happen. Whereas a lot of newly staged entrepreneurs they're wearing all the hats, wondering how is this possible, and then they get the expansion of having a team where you knew what it was like to have you know all the support and then going to wearing all the hats and being able to to shift in that and yeah, that's just a testimony of like who you are, I believe, but I love that story, and something that you spoke on that really like captured my attention was you doing something before it became your career or your business or your, your, your model is like creating recipe books for friends. And something that I talk about a lot in my coaching business is like, what are you already doing that you're naturally gifted and good at that? You just don't even realize it. Like, you know, I go and I hang out with my friends and I realize the common thread of conversations that are happening are very similar to what I'm doing with my clients. And so can you speak to like this part of like, how do I find what I'm good at? Like, maybe I'm a health coach. Maybe I love nutrition. Maybe I love yoga, like multi-passionate per se. It's like, you did all of the things. How do you help your clients really hone in on like, what type of wellness or health coach that they become?
1: Mm, That's a good question. I think it's part, what do I love? And it's part, what are people asking me for? I remember hearing this early on and I didn't believe it, but I, you know, we always learn about like choosing a target market. And I resisted that like crazy in the beginning, just cause me, like everyone else, I couldn't figure it out. You know? So we're just like, Oh, maybe I'll ignore that for a little while. Comes back to bite you though. So, um, I remember hearing that, you know, you can choose a target market. But don't turn a deaf ear to those that are knocking on your door, because sometimes there's a side door <laughs> to your business and people are like, no, really, could you help me with, mm, what about that?" And you're like, no, 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 that's not my target market, Mm-mm, bothering me. And, and honestly, that's how I felt about health coaches in the beginning. I'm trying to build my business, I'm holding cooking classes, I'm doing workshops about healthy eating, and I have this side door people knocking, going, "How how did you put your blog together? Can you help me with this other thing? How did you do a webinar? And I was like, oh, go away, I don't have time for this. You know, I try to help them out, but like, get them out of here kind of thing. And it really dawned on me one day, like, wait, hold up a second, it's one thing for you to swim upstream right trying to do a thing where you have to work hard (laughs) to get people to notice it and it's another one people are already asking you for it why not explore that so i say yes absolutely explore your multi-passionate person you're interested in something go do the thing invest your time invest your free time and energy there um, and see where it goes but also to counter that because you could go like real far in that direction and It's life becomes like a kaleidoscope or you don't know what to do. What are you being asked for? And that's going to be your fastest way to profit. If you're in this to earn a salary, support yourself or the things when people are already asking you for something, I mean, that's 50% of it right there. You already got them in the door. So I'd put a really strong ear to that and not shush them away. Like I did for a couple of years
0: yeah and sometimes when we're like so focused in on what we should be doing we don't actually hear the you know the call of what people are asking us to do or the signs from the universe of like hey this is your next step and so you know the quieter we become the more we can see sometimes it's not direct asking like you were saying like how did you do this and what do i do from here and that's something that happened for me in my business as well Is like hey I noticed that you're doing these things. How can you help me do these other things? And so when someone, what you said too, is like the kaleidoscope and not actually getting anywhere, And how you have to have a target audience. This is something that I speak to a lot. And I think that maybe you can share more about your process. Like, what if I don't know who my ideal market is? Because for example, I was teaching yoga, I was just helping everyone. And now I want to create a program and I'm having a hard time as a wellness coach or a yoga coach or a multi-passionate entrepreneur. How do I decide who it's for? Like, how do you help them really get clarity around that when that was something I ignored too. I remember being in the Ayurvedic ashram, like looking at the avatar, like, I don't know who this is. And the funny part for me is that I created it. And then who I attracted is so not who I thought it was.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, and that speaks to a really good point where eventually your target market will find you. So if you're unsure you know don't give up keep plodding along eventually they're going to find you that is the slower road so i'll try to help everybody out with a couple nudges in the right direction so i think what happens a lot of times is that we are so passionate about this stuff ayurveda the keto diet whatever it is you know we get super jazzed about it gut health hormone health and what i see our coaches deciding they're going to niche down around this thing that they love which is not always the same as niching down around something that people want mm-hmm. so yes passion yes you got to be interested in it and you got to know something about it with a good healthy dose of who are you actually going to help with this what do they want i find a lot of health coaches say that they're going to help you know women in their 40s with balance their hormones but very few women in the real world, not in our wellness circles, but like out there on the street, you know, care about hormone balance. They don't know that their hormones need to be balanced. They don't know what that means. They're not thinking about that at all. All they know is their skin is breaking out like they're in their teenage years again, or they've suddenly gained all this weight in their midsection, right? So it is really helpful to Set aside your own desire for what you want to teach, want to help people with. Just don't set it all the way to the side, but just a little bit to the side. And then look at, well, what do they want? Who can I reach? Who is accessible to me? Who do I understand? Who resonates with me? And what are they asking for? What are they, when they go to Google, what are they searching for? When they listen to a podcast episode, what topic are they interested in? Because chances are they're very different people than you and I. You know, we like to talk about things like flaxseed, for example, but (laughs) everybody else in the world, they don't care about that at all. And, and somewhere in that there's like an intersection between what you can bring to the table and what people are looking for and willing to pay for. And that's where you'll find a profitable niche.
0: Yeah. I love that you bring that because it's a lot of like, they're aware or they're not quite aware, but they know what they want to get away from. So it's like being able to address like, what they're struggling with and what they'd like to feel rather than calling it like eat your flax seeds to balance out and eat the omega-3s like these things they don't necessarily understand but they know what they're experiencing and they know what they want and so if you can speak to those two things without necessarily needing to micro niche down or like be the hormonal coach or be the like menopause coach is like talking about their wants needs and desires and their struggles as well rather than really trying to put a, a broad picture picture on like how old they are or what they want um, in a, in our language right so it's like using their language rather than our language and then teaching them those concepts because if we start to market our program in our language we're not going to be able to really attract the people that want to like experience what our transformational program would be. Um, So I think that's a really good topic. And it also made me think about your and I conversation on Michelle's podcast with retreats. It's like, we want to sell certain things of the retreat, but is that actually why they're going to sign up and go to the retreat? So really good highlight. Um, Just to shift tables, uh, gears a little bit, in your business right now, like what would you say you help your clients achieve most? Like what is your pillar, your process, your method, and where your business is today? Yeah,
1: so in the past six or seven years, I've put together quite a few courses aimed at helping health coaches become profitable and building their businesses in ways that feel really good, ways that are aligned with who they are Um, I actually have this idea that there's no one way, you know, for anybody to build a business. So we don't just have one method that you have to follow exactly. And you have to build this funnel and you have to put this much money into Facebook ads and you have to do that because like, Not everybody's into that. So I offer kind of a breadth of ways because I've tried them all. I know all the different ways of promoting yourself, putting yourself out there. And uh, I've developed what I call Healthy Profit University. And our, our main offer, our core curriculum is our marketing curriculum. And we help help coaches get their first or their next 10 clients and do it in a way that is systematic. Do it in a way that you're not just running around like a chicken with your head cut off, because that's what I was doing early on. I was like, maybe I'll do a workshop. No, I need a website. No, I have to do a webinar. I'm going to do all of them together at the same time. And instead, there's a step-by-step process that is most likely to lead you to that next set of clients streamline what you're doing in your business, understanding how one piece of marketing connects to the next. And in this way, everyone has a strong basis. From there, they can go, okay, great. Now I know what to do to turn someone who's interested in what I have to offer into a paying client. Maybe now I'll start a podcast. Maybe now I'll offer an online course. You know, Maybe now, whatever, insert the thing you would like to be doing in your business here, holding retreats, right? But everyone sort of needs that that basis. Health coaches need to know what they're selling, how to communicate the value, how to actually go through the process of selling to a new client. Um, So anyway, our Healthy Profit University core curriculum is the main thing that we offer, but we have a a whole variety of other courses that have been super fun, even a copywriting course. And this goes back to what I was just sharing about my experience working in advertising. Um, I worked in the creative department. So that was our job the copywriting, the design, the art direction, the photography, right? And so I know good copywriting. And I found that health coaches really struggle when they sit down to write something. Just it's the worst. They don't want to do it. You know, I'm sure the same is true for yoga teachers having to write like your website or your emails or your social media posts can feel like a real drag. So I developed a copywriting course and gave everyone a process for how to make that Easier, faster, and more efficient for people that are not necessarily coming from that copywriting background. So that's been really fun too. And I never thought I'd be teaching copywriting, but there you go a combination of skills and what you're passionate about and what people need, and boom.
0: And you're just this uh, example that you don't have to pick just one thing. It's like you get to fuse in what your skills are evolving into and your passions are evolving into, but you started somewhere. And then bam, now you have a copywriting course and not everyone is naturally gifted at copywriting or what that even means rather than just like putting up a post and hoping it happens. So I love that you got this step-by-step process because a lot of times we're like, I'm doing it all, but it's not working. It's like, but are you doing it in a way that can we can look at it? and refine it, look at where things went wrong or where you could do better to actually turn them from, you know, follower, community member, I love your free content to like, I wanna pay you and work with you. And that sometimes is just the ability to express the transformation inside of the program and copywriting can definitely enhance that. And I feel like I can't not ask you this question because you did create a course. Do you infuse Chat GPT into how they can utilize this new thing in the world? In the internet world, I know like a friend was just at my house. She's like, I use ChatGPT to create all my Canva, and it's not something that I do. I use it for inspiration, but I would just love your take and your opinion. Being an advertiser, a marketer, and knowing that you know health, wellness, yogis, maybe they don't love that marketing piece of it. Is this something that you teach them how to use, or what are your thoughts?
1: This year, for the first time, I am doing a a bonus course uh, with the copywriting. To talk about how to use ChatGPT as a springboard mm-hmm. and showing how you can get it maybe 50% of the way there, but ultimately your voice is very important in your marketing communications because in coaching and any of like these services that we offer we're really selling ourselves. If someone's going to go on a retreat with you, right? Like that's, that's a personal relationship. And if someone's going to hire you as a coach, they need to get to know you. So I think it's super important that ultimately it's in your voice and your words, but Hey, everybody could use help if you're just staring
0: at a blank screen. And I think chat GPT
1: is really good for that.
0: Yeah, exactly. That's what I say. You can just put your ideas in there and see what it brings you. And then, you know, use it as this organic conversation, but nothing is ever going to replace your inner human, which is how you attract your tribe and your people. But it is a great place to start if you are feeling just like you said, a blank screen. I love that. So tell us where I know that the listeners here would love to know a little bit more about like how they could work with you, where they can find you, where they can follow you. I know you have a podcast. Like what's the best place for them to plug in with you?
1: Yeah, sure. So depending who you are, if you're someone who's just like, I'm interested in health coaching, or maybe pursuing this um, in my career path, then I would suggest that you and everybody listen to the podcast. It's called the Health Coach Power Community Podcast. We have a zillion episodes. They're like jammed. here she is
0: I'm like I hope she'll just continue to go on yeah I'm in here (laughs) (laughs) I just said should I wrap up the podcast episode on my
1: own and then you came
0: back perfect yeah so as we were talking about your amazing podcast can you say link the name of your podcast and places to plug in with you once more yes
1: no problem should I start from the beginning about who should do it Okay, so if you're interested in health coaching as an idea for yourself in your business, some path that you might like to go down and you want to learn more, you are very welcome to listen into our podcast. It's the Health Coach Power Community Podcast, available on Apple and Spotify and YouTube and all the all the normal places you get your podcasts. And if you're already a health coach, if you're already certified as a health coach, or if you're already enrolled in a school to become a health coach, then I'd love to welcome you into our free Facebook community where we have almost 14,000 coaches. And it's a very active, fun community where we talk all about building a business, working with clients, the business of health coaching. And you can join us for free at healthcoachpowercommunity.com.
0: Yay. Thank you so much for sharing your magic and I will see you online. Thank you so much, Amber. Um, Thank you so much for supporting the show. It would mean the absolute world to me if you took just one minute to head over to Apple, iTunes, leave us a five-star review. It allows just another entrepreneur, early stage entrepreneur, multi-passionate, just like yourself, find this podcast so together we can amplify our impact and make bigger waves. Thank you, and I cannot wait to dive in with you on the next episode. Bye.